Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Welcome to the Family Red Podcast. This week, I'm excited to have Jake and Danielle Larson, Chris and Jake go way back from in business. And then several summaries ago, they invited us to their house in Utah. Danielle cooked for us. She made cookies for us. Um, and then we had them um, as part of our first family brand group that we ever did in 2020 as well. And so recently, Jake was helping out me out with some YouTube stuff. We had um, reconnected and got to talking and I decided, hey, we should have Jake and Danielle on the podcast to talk about something that they do called family treats. And I'm excited to learn more from them all family retreats. So welcome, Jake and Danielle. And do you want to just jump in and tell us a little bit about your family? Sure. Hi, thanks for having us. Um, So Jake and I have been married for 13 years. We have three kids. Lola is 10, Caleb is seven, and then we have a four-year-old named Poppy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've kind of experienced the, the challenges and opportunities of growing a family at the same time and also growing a business. Um, in fact, it's kind of through several business opportunities. That's how I got originally got connected with Chris was at, you know, some conferences and events. And so it's been awesome. It's been awesome getting to know, getting to know you guys as well and seeing the growth of family brand. And we feel very blessed to have experienced that family brand experience. And, uh, it's crazy because like that timing kind of lines up with when we started doing our retreats to like when we went through the family brand experience. And honestly, just those two things combined has allowed us to be be more intentional with how we grow our family and um, how we can kind of reduce the tension that happens with uh, that happens naturally within any family or business. So we're excited to be here. Awesome. I have so many questions about these family retreats. Uh, I think it might be better if I just let you dive in with how they came to be and kind of what they are. And you'll probably answer some of my questions as we go. For sure. So like the story behind the retreats was, you know, um, I, I started my business a month before our first child was born. So Lola's 10 years old. My business is t- 10, year, t- 10 years uh, this year. And there's always like a healthy tension that happens when you're trying to grow a you know a company and also uh, a family. And one of those things that we started to experience is I would started I started like getting invited to go speak at certain events or conferences. And a lot of times those would overlap with things within our family. It could be someone's birthday or a big event. And so like when we were talking about our week. But like, oh yeah, I'm I'm traveling to this place to go speak at this event, and Daniel will be like, "Wait a second, we've got this thing going on," and like that started to happen like more often. Is like we were just misaligned on a lot of the things, and it started to create some tension. And um, like, man, how do we problem solve this? 
And I know like when it comes to growing a company or business, I'm like, well, we, we do these annual retreats where we review the last year, we set goals and make plans on how the business is going to grow. I think we should do this for our family and be intentional, create the space and be intentional when it comes to making plans for the year and setting goals as a fam, like as individuals and also as a family. And so uh, I thought like, what if we did a retreat? And I presented that Danielle and she, um, she so, didn't like it. At well, first. I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but my initial thought of like this retreat of planning goals and stuff felt a little like cheesy to me. I don't know. It's just like, that seems silly to just, why can't we do that at home? Why do we need to go somewhere? And then, so the time frame that this happens is the beginning of the year. They'd start on the new year or maybe like, you know, New Year's Eve weekend is typically when we do that. So what do you want me to talk about how we? Well, I guess kind of that's how we got started with the with the retreats. It's like that was like the challenge that we were experiencing. And we started to say, OK, like, how can we solve this? And like we started taking a day, uh, two nights out of the year and started planning out the next year. And you were modeling it, it sounds like. Modeling it after what you were already doing for your business, having these planning retreats and these meetings about the future. Yeah, a little bit. There's like, there's some crossover that happens, but also there's, there's a lot of like differences too. So, I mean, I can, I can want me to kind of go into like what that looks like at our, at when we plan out the year. Yeah. And maybe just if you could tell me too a bit more about, yeah, logistically what, it, what it looks like to have these retreats as well yeah so i think one the first thing is like i think it's important to get out of the day-to-day so like when we do the retreats like we go down like we go downtown and we stay at a hotel like we get out of the day-to-day we find a sitter for the kids someone to watch them and then it again it creates a different type of space and energy for us to kind of create and design the life that we that we want to have so we get out of the day-to-day and like we'll go like do a fun activity. We'll go to dinner, and we've been safe. I'm laughing because it's just I'm remembering the the first time that we did. It. Yeah, the first time we did it was a little awkward. Like we it got was honestly really awkward because it's like it's almost like you're having this business interview with this person that you live with, and it's like you know I'm over here like so happy that we get a night off. We're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna just hang out. And then he, we get to the hotel and he's like, did you bring your laptop? And I'm like, yes. I didn't know, like, we were dead serious about, like, this is like a legit retreat. This isn't just like a getaway. So, you know, he gets out his computer. I get out my computer. And I just remember that first time. I'm like, you're not fun. This is boring. Like, let's go to dinner and go anywhere. But once we sat down with our laptops I mean, I'm pulling out the school district calendar, trying to get all of those dates. And so we go through, um, actually, that's kind of the first thing we do when we get to the hotel. It's like, let's just map this out and get it done. So we are going for the next six months every day. It's not even like weeks at a time. We are going through every day and making sure. So, Well, hold on. Before we do that, like... I think what makes what 
we've kind of refined the process. So we've been doing this for several years now. And each year we get a little bit better and better. And so. And I don't hate it anymore. <laughs> I love it now. It's not a business interview either. Like it's it's been it like. felt a little The first one was awkward. But again, I can kind of go through like things that have been really helpful that we've discussed. Um, and I like your authenticity about the experience because it's not always going to go so smoothly and there might be some awkwardness but it's like it's but it's we get things you have to get through like to create this bigger for thing. sure like you have to go through the awkwardness a little bit sometimes for sure and like so we've like we'll share this like on our social media stuff and i've had several friends reach out so like hey tell me more about the retreats you do like what do you guys talk about like what do you like what do you guys do at the retreats and so like um, I think there's a, there's a couple steps that have been really helpful for us. Like the first thing is we review the, the previous year. Hey, what are things we want to celebrate? What are some really cool things that we've done individually? And as a family, what are things that we're proud of? Like we celebrate the wins and then like, what are some of the challenges that we've experienced? Like what have been some of the hard things or what, what's some difficult things that we've been navigating? So I think it's really just looking through the past and celebrating and also talking through what's been some of the challenges that we've had. So, and, and that, that conversation can happen over dinner. It could happen like in, in like, or wherever you want to do it. Um, and then the next thing that we do is like, we talk about our own goals. Like I, ha I, I come prepared like with, this is how I want to grow on an individual level, Danielle creates her goals and like plans like this is how I want to grow. And we kind of break it down into like this six different aspects of life. Um, everyone has their different ways of, uh, of setting goals, but something that's been helpful for me, like to frame the conversation and to have a productive conversation is like, there's, I call it the six F's. And like everyone's life can fall into like the six steps. And so for us, like something that's really important is our faith. How do we like, how do we want to grow in our faith this next year? How do we want to show up in, uh, with the faith aspect? So that's like the first F. The second F is like family. How do we, how do we want to show up as a family? What are some family th goals that we have? The third F is fitness or like your health. Like what do we want to change on, on a, from a health perspective? The fourth one is um, finance, like financially, what do we want to be doing next year? How much money do we want to making? How do we want to make that money? So we set goals around that. The fifth one is friends, like so, like what are some of our social goals? Like who do you want want to hang out with? Um, how do we want to be intentional about like who we spend our time with? Um, and then after that, so we got faith, family. Uh, fitness, finance, friends. Um, friends, and the last one's like fun, or you could call it freedom. Like, what are some fun things that we want to do? So it's like, hey, I want to go on a trip to this place or go visit here. Okay. Like, we kind of talk through what our goals are. So after we've reviewed the year, we've talked about our goals. And this is like, this is the most important part. And it's also like the big, like the most challenging is. A lot of times people talk about what they want to do, but they never implement it. And so based off the goals we set, we actually pull out our calendars. And one of our principles within our family is like, 
If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. Because that's what created the most tension previously is like, I'd have my goals and my agenda and schedule for work. And then she'd have hers for individually. So like, we basically created a family calendar and whatever events we have coming up goes on the calendar. Because it's, if it's not on the calendar, we're not aware of it exist. and it doesn't exist. But even down to the nitty gritty, like if I'm going out with my friends, it's like, okay, hey, mom is going out with her friends from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Jake, you are in charge of the kids. I actually write that on the calendar because what if he schedules a podcast or something? It's like me going out to, to dinner with my friends doesn't really affect him unless I leave the kids home. So it even is down to like, okay, you're in charge of the kids this time to this time. And it sounds silly, but it's so helpful when you're trying to plan something. And then we do the shared calendar. So when I add something to my calendar, it's like, oh, does this affect Jay? Yes. So I'm going to add it to the family. So it highlights in a certain color that, yeah, this might affect you. So it's actually been so helpful to get aligned on that. And when you come, um, when you come to start discussing goals, do you already have your personal goals kind of figured before you come, or is that something you do that night too? I would say a little of both. I mean, there's I I kind of beforehand I'll look over my goals and figure out what I failed at, <laughs> um, <laughs> reminded of what I didn't do. Um, but I try to look over them beforehand and have some some ideas of things I want to improve on for the next year. Cause it makes it more productive. I would say. Yeah. You've kind of already like you take an hour before like, Hey, how do like, what do I want to do financially? What do I want to do with friends? What do I want to do with our fact? I kind of just be more intentional. Then at the retreat, like, Hey, this is kind of where I'm coming from. This is what I'd like to see happen next year. Mm -hmm. And then you already kind of know what you're planning for. And then, your spouse can be like, okay, cool. Like, awesome. How can I support you in this? Or like, they're just aware and there's like a, uh, there's a support system in place. So like, for example, I noticed, I started noticing like within our family, sometimes, um, like in the middle of the week, if Danielle didn't get her workout in or like, wasn't getting time off or like away with friends, like there would this be this like weird energy in the house and like the kids. You're blaming all the weird energy. I know it's not. Like, it's me too. Like I know when you have fun. Mom like needs her time mom off. needs her time off. Like like if you don't get yours. Like and the, I'm the same way. Like if I don't get a break and get out, like I can bring home this weird energy to the house too. And like the kids can feel it, the spouse can feel it. So like we just said, hey, I noticed this was happening. How can we problem solve it? And it again, it creates the space and creates the intention on how can we make our life's better. And so like with that information that we learned the previous year, we said, okay, Danielle, calendar block out when you're going to get your workout in. Calendar block out when you want to do your friends thing. Or do we need to have like uh, an afternoon for you to take off and we can find bringing some extra support for the kids to, to watch them like once a week. So like there's just more intention that's built around like the challenges that we've had. And then we plan out like how do we problem solve that? And one thing I like too, you can set goals till the cows come home. I mean, you can set all of these goals, but I think the most crucial step is how are you going to see, succeed at your goals? Like 
what he just mentioned. Okay, mom needs some time off. What's that going to look like? Are you going to hire someone to come watch the kids for an hour? Or am I going to take, is he going to take the kids anyway? It's just being more productive in your goal setting. And then what's the next step to make those goals happen? And I love it also because there's no disruption from the kids. You can focus on each other. You can focus on your goals. And it's just the best. It's It's been one of my favorite things that we do. Yeah. And then, like, again, we build it out in the calendar. So we start to design the life that we want. It's in the calendar. And then that way, like, after the retreat, when you kind of get back in the day-to-day, the routine, you like, oh, let's pull up the calendar. Oh, yeah. I need to go, like, take this this hour of the week and go to the gym or you know, I haven't seen my friends in a long time. I'm going to reach out and like, see if we can schedule a dinner with them or, or whatever. But like, that's, I think the calendar blocking is where like the dreams become a reality and you can kind of start to create the cadence of making things happen. Yeah. I love that. And I think too, like what you said a minute ago, Danielle, in my own life, I see how, you know, when you're a mom and you have a lot of little kids, it's sometimes you'd don't get those breaks unless it's intentionally created ahead of time, put in the calendar, you're all on the same page. And I know when we, when I finally realized like, oh, I have better energy for yeah. everyone around me when I am getting these breaks and then we started scheduling them like that sounds silly, but that is huge. Like for a mom. Yeah, it's true. Like, and I think the guilt from taking those breaks is real too. Like, You just feel guilty taking time for yourself. But then you realize, like, when mom's happy and mom gets her break, everybody's happy. It's a win for everybody. Kids are happy. Mom's happy. Dad's happy. It's a happier home. Totally. Okay, we we talked a bit before we hit record. So I know there's another piece to this. So I'm going to ask kind of a leading question here. So what happens when you know, a few weeks into the new year and it's like, hey, someone's my girlfriend's birthday or hey, one of my friends is asking for a guy's night. How do you, as things are evolving, you know, if you can't plan ahead of time, like how do you reconcile your calendars just week by week? So like at the retreat, we plan out the year, we calendar block everything out. And we have like a master family calendar that everything goes on that calendar. And then, um, so two things that's been helpful after is like, we have a thing called Sunday sync. Like we sync up every Sunday and say, Hey, what does your week look like? Uh, How can I support you this week? You know, what challenges do, do we need to be aware of? Yeah. And you have to get a little vulnerable too. Like, what can I do better to help support you this week? And it's like, oh, you know, I noticed you were kind of grumpy. Do you need more time away? Yeah, that would be really helpful. You know, you kind of have to just own your weaknesses and then maybe tell the other person not necessarily what they're doing wrong, but hey, it would be more helpful if you could just be straightforward. Like if you could take the garbage out more, if you could do your dishes, that would help me so much. Okay, great. I'll be better at that. It's just kind of... It's not a criticism of what you're doing wrong, but it's helpful to be like, check in, what can I do better? And so, and sometimes opportunities come up, right? So Danielle's like, hey, I want to go out with my friends this night. Cool. Put it on the calendar. So like, I can check the calendar. Oh yeah. Like if something comes up, 
oh, I, I'm in charge of the kids that night because Danielle's taking that out to go with her friends. So like there's like we just see what our life looks like that week and we can plan against that. Or, you know, I've got a lot of like I've got I'm going to be traveling for work this weekend. And so I put that on the calendar and then like we kind of the whole family just adjust adjust to that calendar or some of our kids have a basketball game this this day at this time so like again it's like our hq for everything that's going on within our lives so that's been really helpful and then and the sunday sync is on our calendar so every sunday night at 8 p.m my phone has an alert that says family planning every sunday night so we don't forget yeah this is so great so truly we tried recording this podcast like a few minutes ago and it stopped recording so with we have like 10 minutes of this old podcast that I'm referring to, but you talked about um, when we first tried to record, you had talked about how do you involve kids? Oh, this how is my favorite you part. Right, you involve the kids in this? Yes, this is my favorite part. So the first portion, obviously, we talked about going and staying alone at the hotel, and which is so great. Our cups are full. We get dinner. It's so great. And we're recharged and ready for the kids to come. And so whoever's watching our kids brings them to the hotel and we typically eat breakfast at the hotel the next morning. And then we sit down with the kids and ask them what they want to do. Um, they're kind of young to be setting their own specific goals. So we kind of go over like, hey, what do you want to see happen for the kids this year? Like my four-year-old, she's not going to set her goals. She has no idea what that means. So for me, this year, I want to get her involved in a dance class, something movement. So I did. I want her to learn some more church songs. So those are so simple, but she still has goals. And it's so fun because we go to breakfast. We sit down as a family. They're so excited because who's not excited to go to a hotel? We go over their goals and their challenges and things they want to do and get better at. And, and we use the same framework, right? Like the faith, fitness, uh, finance, um, fun. So like, I know like our oldest, like she loves skateboarding. Hey, what new tricks do you want to learn this year? Cool. Like, so we, we have a skateboard camp that she, she goes to every week in the summer. So like we asked them like, Hey, what, like, what friends do you want to make? Is there anyone in your school that you don't know that you would like to get to know better or that you'd like to invite them over to hang out with? Um, or like, what are some jobs that you guys can do to earn more money? Like it just creates the space and the opportunity for us to ask them, Hey, how do you want to show up with friends or how do you want to show up with family? And like, so really like we're not making, I guess for the older kids, like we're not making the goals for them, but we're asking the questions so that they can think through how they want to show up. Do. What do they want to do this year and how do they want to design their life or Hey, what what school thing what do you want to learn in school or what challenges are you having in school like we just that way it just creates the space and opportunity for us to have that conversation with them and it's really fun to watch them set their own goals it just is the cutest thing to just see them light up at like whoa i did do that this year that was awesome then i was able to do that or yeah i really want to learn how to do that this year so it's a win for everyone and are you are you usually able to within that one breakfast kind of handle everyone's all of your kids' goals and this whole conversation in that one breakfast usually? Yeah. 
we don't elaborate a ton. And then we kind of support throughout the year and go over it. It does spill over. So like we have that conversation around that. And then like we might take like an extra 15 minutes and have them write down their goals. Like, hey, this is what you want to like have them write it out and then they, they can keep that. And then um, what's nice though too is throughout the year, like after the retreat, after if D and I go on a, a date night, if we do date nights on a Thursday night or Friday night or whatever, like it actually is a great conversation starter. Hey, how are you doing on this goal that you set? Or if I go on a, like, if I go hang out with my son and we go to dinner or go like play, like play us order something, I can say, Hey, I know you set this goal of, um, you know, improving on this subject in school. How's that going? So you're creating these conversations around goals that they set. And that's something that will carry throughout the rest of the year. This is great. What do you feel like? I know you said you often have people reaching out to you. You know, if you share a little snippet of this, people are reaching out to you like, what are you doing? Like, tell me more. Is there like a number one question that you get most often from people around this? It's mostly like we've never done anything like this before. Where do we start? Yeah. So what does it look like? What are you guys doing? And so my response is like, one, the first time you do it, it might be a little awkward, but like, just try it. Like, and then the next question that people have is like, well, what do you talk about? Like, what do you do? And, um, for us, we like, we go to dinner and then we actually sit down and talk through like intentionally for at least like an hour, 60 to 90 minutes. We break down, we break down the question. What do we want to celebrate this from this last year? Um, so think of, uh, what's the framework? It's, um, uh, what, like progress, problems, and plans. What progress have we made this last year? What wins do we want to celebrate? What challenges? We review the year. And then we say, what problems have we been experiencing or challenges? We talk through the problems or the challenges. And then like, what do we want to see happen? Like, who do you want to become? What do you want to do this next year? And we start to plan out, like discuss the future. And then we start to build it out and block it out in the calendar. So um, I think just following that overall agenda and you can fill in the specific questions that are helpful too, like, you know, for us, we break it down in the, the six F's, like the six categories of life. And um, I think you have to get, you have to have buy-in from both people, right? So if I wanted to do it, but Daniel didn't want it, like it would be, it would be hard to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you might have a couple that they don't want to do it. I don't, it's, it's hard to get aligned when the other person's like, ah, my calendar's fine. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard. And I feel like... um but the way you're describing it sounds fun. It doesn't sound like, I mean, there's some work involved and some hard conversations, but it sounds fun. And it sounds like who wouldn't want to be more on the same page with how your life is running and how your family is running, where you're yeah. headed. I agree a hundred percent. And I think when you get out of your house, you get out of the day to day and you go to a hotel, like it just, again, it opens up, um, it opens people up and especially like, like our, we go swimming or we could go. Um, any, any activities you could do, like it just, it, uh, changes the energy that people have. And then you, like, that's just a really good place to create from is getting out, out of the day to day when you're having fun, when you're feeling good and then start to plan direct who, like, how do I want to show up this next year? So I think 
getting out of that day to day and being intentional about it and like having a list of questions that you want to have a deeper conversation on um, is really helpful. Yeah, I love what you're saying. That would be easy to gloss over that part about doing something um, like the swimming or the activity that you do beforehand. But I think you're right. The way you're describing it, I'm like, that would make it more magical, like just in a different energy and just have like fun doing something different. I could see how that would make conversations that much richer afterwards. This has been so great. Thank you for sharing all of your expertise and wisdom and knowledge. And also, I love how you're saying that it evolves. So just starting wherever you start, like this year at your first retreat, and then it'll evolve. Like you'll find the questions that are the best for for you to ask each other and the best format. You can just kind of run with it from there. But is there any um, advice you would have or last last words you'd want to share here about family retreats or just family family in general? I would just say like if you, if, you, if for any families out there who are kind of had similar challenges like uh, creating alignment or there are certain situations that bring up some tension in the home or uh, creating alignment and like seeing like changes that you want to see happen in, in your family or in your life. I think getting out of the day to day, taking one or two days out of the whole year to be intentional about how you want to show up that next year. Again, it's it's something that's been like a huge blessing to our family and it wasn't perfect at first so i think that first year was like just kind of weird and awkward but we get better each time so it's like we've done this i think this will be our fifth year doing it but each time like we just get a little bit better and better and and improve like one step at a time and it's been um, something that's been super valuable for us as as especially with everyone's different lives right so like you know, our oldest is 10, but um, I think like this is something that we want to create on a yearly basis so that they can have this tradition to look forward to every year. So it's been super helpful for us. And it I, is, it's fun. And also, I would just like to add, if you're not able to go stay somewhere where that's really hard, maybe you don't have a babysitter. Um, my number one thing would be to just sync your calendar. I think that would create a lot less tension of what you're doing i think if you're gonna take anything out of this just get sync with your calendars because you know that's where that's where the troubles happen and that's also where the really great things happen is get synced in that aspect and if do while your kids are at school pick an afternoon if you, if nights are hard just i think that's one of the most important things yeah, I think that's a great point. It might look a little bit different for your family, but that you can still make this your own flavor, but you can still make this conversation, make this retreat. And, you know, maybe it is like during nap time or something, but still make it in a way that works for your family. I love that. Thank you, Jake and Danielle. Um, sometimes people are like, oh, I have this. Follow me on Instagram or the <laughs> next with me here would you how can people connect with you you know we yeah i guess i post a lot about the bit like personal and also business like on my instagram so like where <laughs> instagram look at him is private <laughs> yeah but you can i mean jake has, i'm more public i'm yeah. more public at jake larson <laughs> I, don't know, I keep it a little more private but follow jake <laughs> and you can follow, follow me jake. Jake. and you 
I was talking to Jake about this when he was helping me with YouTube. You, I mean, I, I think most of your videos are a little bit older, but they have um, an awesome YouTube, YouTube channel as well. Maybe I'll link your YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, that's a whole, not the whole, <laughs> whole other discussion. So we had, we created a we family YouTube channel. We were posting videos every, like almost every day on YouTube. It was, the YouTube channel's Larson Family. So it's a super old channel. We it's haven't so, uploaded I it in a long time. with my seven-year-old. That's how long ago it was. I got burned out. I was. <laughs> we put a pause on that. I realized I'm not a YouTube star. It was really uncomfortable for me. I love that you did it though. Great. I would never do it again though. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we might pick it back up. It was so much. Our kids want to do it. He wants to see me every day, all day. Our it's kids just... like, when can we start the YouTube channel yeah, up our again? Kid, like, that is one it. thing though. Our kids love It's pretty cool because like they love watching like they're old. Like, and videos. I can't watch it because it makes me so sad because my kids are so big and I just, it makes me cry. I'm, I can relate to that totally. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate your your time today. Love having you here. Thank you. Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they wanna be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in, in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we wanna share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.